You are watching Christ's Commission Fellowship. Changing lives for eternity. I was raised up in a Christian home, but I was stubborn, hard-headed, naughty, and a very disobedient child. In high school, I got into drinking, womanizing, gambling, and other things not, that does not please the Lord. Despite my sinful ways, the Lord was gracious to me. One time, I had facial paralysis after a taekwondo sparring. The only doctor who could administer the surgery said that the chance of success in operation is one in a million. I pleaded before the Lord and asked Him to forgive me. I promised to obey Him and surrender my life to Him. Miraculously, the operation was success. Since then, the Lord blessed me with many things like being able to graduate in school and have a, had, having a good career. In 1997, I met my girlfriend, Oni. I fell in love with her, pursued her, and asked her to live in with me. She resigned from her job, and we put up a trading business, which did very well. We had money. We partied there and everywhere, drinking, smoking, from sunset to sunrise. We had sex uh, outside of marriage. I had completely forgotten and broken my commitment to the Lord. My sister asked to attend, asked us to attend CCF in 2003. Although we consistently attended, we continued living an immoral life with lust and worldliness. One Sunday, we saw an announcement for, a men, for men and women's encounter, which we decided to attend. During the retreat, God, God's word convicted our hearts and we repented of our sins and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. After the retreat, we joined a discipleship group that was very intentional in mentoring us and helping us mature in our faith and walk in Christ-likeness. They listened to our struggles and prayed for us. We were like a family. Around this time, our business started to suffer. Our seven stores closed one by one until everything got closed. I got ter terminated from my job. It was the lowest point of my life, and I wanted to walk away from God. My disciples encouraged me to pray and read God's word, and the Lord spoke to me through Matthew 6:33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. It was clear what God wanted. My girlfriend and I were living in together in this region to his design for marriage, and God wanted us to make things right. The Lord used my disciple, brothers Leo and Sheila, to help me propose to Oni. Through CCF's premarital seminar, we learned God's design for marriage and raising a family. We wanted to get married but did not have money for a wedding. But God miraculously provided what we needed to our church family, our disciples, mentors, and small group. More than that, God even gave me a job to provide for our needs and eventually pay our debts. 
Since then, we prayed for God to use us so that we could also be a blessing to other couples just, just as our disciples and small group were a blessing to us. Following the example of our disciples, we reach, we reach out to help more couples follow his design for their lives. After a premarital counseling program, many couples expressed their desire to be married at the same time. In 2009, we had the first large group wedding ministry, which we now call CCF Mass Wedding. The mission is not just wedding, but also to bring Jesus into the center of the couples that participate. And by God's grace, the support and sponsorship for the mass wedding come from those who had actually participated in the past. Last year, we had around 65 years old to 75 years old who joined us and got married. So if you are single and looking for uh, someone, we will be open soon. Looking back, all, all this started when our small when a small group leader mentored us to make sure that we walk in Christ's likeness, to follow God's mission in our lives, and be a blessing to others. CCF Mass Wedding has helped create many Christ-centered married couple groups, where the leaders are those who participated in the Mass Wedding. Not only that, CCF Mass Wedding is rapidly expanding the Kingdom of God in satellite churches. I'm Ranello Pleda, once a broken vessel, but now made whole and useful to the saving power of Christ. All glory and honor belong to our one true King, Jesus Christ. Last week, nag-usap-usap po tayo. And sabi natin, nakunala yung Acts chapter 2, when the birth of the church no, happened. Napansin niyo po mayroong pong Holy Spirit. It was, ano, parang there was a supernatural manifestation no, ng Holy Spirit. So everybody was speaking a language that did not learn. Parang pero surprisingly, mga tao sa paligid, parang wow, they're speaking our native language. Bakit ganun? Eh, coming from different cultures, coming from different places. So they were very surprised. So ito na po, ang, ang ganda, ang ginawa ng Diyos, nagulat sila kasi they understood. Uh, they understood exactly what they were declaring. They were declaring the wonders of God. Kaya alam niyo pong filled ka with the Holy Spirit because your, your mouth or your, your heart is filled with praises of God. Hindi po, hindi po yung nakafocus sa sarili kasi yung sin sa sarili nakafocus eh. Alam mong hindi tayo focus ng, ng Holy Spirit kasi yung sarili natin ang parang sentro ng ating atensyon. No? Kaya we're looking for comfort, we're looking for everyone to, to be considerate of you, ganyan, instead of being considerate of others. We want people to understand us instead of understanding others, ganyan. Kaya alam mong we are in sin because we are so focused on ourselves. Now, ito po. Kaya, nag-priest ako si, si Peter. Can you imagine Peter? how he was transformed from a sinful man who once thinking about his, ano, about his salvation, personal, physical salvation, diba? he denied the Lord three times. Bakit? Kasi ayaw niya mabugbog. Pero all of a sudden, he stood up and said, hey, take heed of my words. And this was his first preaching. At naalala pa ninyo, sabi niya, and God has raised this Jesus to life and we are all witnesses of the fact. When he preached the first preaching regarding the gospel, kaya mapapansin yung gospel na to, consistent to. Mapa, sumunod na mga preachings, always focusing on Jesus. 
No? Sabi si Jesus, sabi niya, God raised Jesus to life. And we are all witnesses. Kasi ang centrality ng gospel ng Diyos, the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Kasi lahat ng claims niya, bigla nagkaroon ng, wow, ito na yung reality. Ito na yung katibayan that He is indeed the Christ that we are looking for. Now, ito sabi niya, pasin niyo po. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Yung word pong made, hindi pong ginawa. Kundi, it was declared that Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when he was saying you crucified, he was saying this is, what, this is how you look at Jesus. The reason why they were crying out, crucify him, crucify him, because they were saying, itong si Jesus ito, sinungaling to. He is not the Messiah that he claimed to be. Hindi sinungaling ito kasi hindi to yung G, ano, parang he is claiming to be the Son of God. He was claiming to be God. Kalukuhan yan. So they cried out, blasphemous, crucify him. O ano nangyari? When he rose again from the dead, biglang napasinungalingan lahat ng kalamang sinasabi at pinatunayan ni Jesus, ako ngayon, tagapagligtas because I overcame death. Now listen. Kaya naman, ano nangyari sa kanila? When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter, the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? What shall we do? We, they were very touched. And look at what happened. Sabi niya, and Peter replied, Repent. Anong ibig sabihin? From now on, don't you ever think of Jesus as a blasphemous or liar. Now is the time for you to really recognize that He is the Lord. He is the Messiah. In other words, if you have truly repented, ang idea, from now on, Jesus is the CEO of my life. That my life is no longer under my management, but under new management. Under the rulership of Jesus. Yun ang buhay. Yun ang Christianismo. Kasi ang Christianismo, hindi yung, I will join CCF, that's it. No! Even if you join CCF, even if you come here on a regular basis, if Jesus has never been your Lord, and if Jesus has never been the God whom He claims to be in your life, you are still in your sin. Yun ang, yun ang challenge ng Diyos sa ating lahat. Kasi nga, yun ang mga kasinungaling sinasabi ngayon. Parang, hindi, tinanggap ko na si Jesus as my Savior. Pero hindi ko lang nga siya, Lord, excuse me. You better think twice. Kaya nga, repent eh. Kung talagang, kung iniisip mong siya talagang tagapagligtas, then siya yung Panginoon that He claims to be. Diba? Kaya ho, tuloy kayo, sabi niya, kaya, and be baptized. In other words, then declare your identification with me. Declare your unity with me. Sabi niya, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sin. Now, hindi ka nagpapabaptize para mapatawad ka kasi yung word na for, A-E-S, sa Greek, ibig sabihin, because of the forgiveness of your sins. In other words, dahil sa natanggap mo ng kapatawaran ni Jesus Christ, then be baptized. Ano yung difference? Now, let's continue. Then, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The one you witness that happened to these people is the same power for you. Yun ang sinasabi niya. Yung, bang, yung ini-expect mo parang, that's something supernatural. I cannot do that. Yes, of course, you cannot do that. But that gift is also for you. 
Ibig sabihin, hindi lang para sa kanila yan. Everyone who accepts Jesus, this same promise is also being given to you. Kaya, isipin nyo, pag inisip nyo, wala, nahirap lang ako, tao lang ako, hindi ko kaya magbago. You're wrong. The Holy Spirit that was given to the disciples, the Holy Spirit we given to these people, is the same Holy Spirit given to you. Pakasabi sa katabi mo, sa'yo rin yan. You have the power. Nagkakaninihan po. Para hindi ka naniniwala, no? Sabi mo sa katabi mo ulit, you have that power. Na yung akala mong hindi mo kaya, di ba minsan sasabi sa boyfriend mo, Kung talagang mahal mo ako, magbabalentines na. Hmm, no. Kaliwa. Hindi. You have that Holy Spirit. Sorry. Hindi. Dahil kay Jesus na itong katawan na to, hindi na sa'yo. Kaya kung gusto mo, pakasalan mo muna ako. ba? At hindi ko ibibigay sa'yo kahit anong bahagi ng katawan na ito. Kung sabi niya, kung ayaw mo, break na tayo. Ah, ganun. Then I have the power to be alone with Jesus. Hindi ako magpapa papa ilalim sa iyong maano yung mga kalok kasi nungalingan. Nintindihan niyo po kasi if if the guy really loves you, he has also the power to wait. Hello. Hindi pa pwedeng hindi ko na kaya. <laughs> hindi ko na kaya. Kalokohan 'yun. May kapangyarihan ka na to say no to ungodliness. Yun ang sabi ni Jose. Maintindihan ka? Hindi ko na kaya magsinungaling. Kaya pray, hindi mo na kaya dahil may kapangyarihan ka na eh. Hindi mo sabihin, hindi ko talaga kaya. Everybody lies. Excuse me. Hindi totoo yan. That power is readily available to you. Minsan isip natin, ay kasi pastor ka, maladi. Ano ka? Mas marami kami tukso kaysa inyo. Kasi nasa unahan kami. Nakuha ninyo? Mas marami kami tukso kaysa inyo. But the power that we are experiencing is the same power available to you. Kaya ito po yung sasamihan. Kaya don't ever make excuses. Kaya ito na yung Christianity. If you have repented, then let me tell you something. You have a new nature. Itong Christianity, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. In other words, from now on, every time, every decision I make, every plans I make, every pursuit I have, it's always by faith because I'm living this for Jesus. Siya na yung sentro. Diba? Lord, ang hirap nun. Hindi ko kakayanin nun. Lord, mag exam ako. Hindi ko kaya. Hindi ako makakopi sa tabi. No, I will live by faith. Lord, I will study for you because I'm no longer taking this exam for myself but for you. Kaya Lord, by faith. Eh, paano ko mabagsak? By faith. Diba? Kasi mahirap eh. Lord, paano ko iwan ako ng boyfriend ko? By faith. If I will stay single for the rest of my life for Jesus' sake, then I will do it. If I will, if God wants me to get married, losing this boyfriend of mine who's trying to get my body, I'm doing this by faith. Because my life belongs now to Jesus. Kaya alam ibig sabihin yan? New creature. New creature. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, new things have come. Kung naalala niyo yung kwento ko dati, yung baboy, na dati ang nature mo, lagi gusto mo sa marumi, kahit linisan ka, balik ka sa marumi. Ngayon hindi na. Ganon din ang ginamit ni Francis yan, yung aso. ba? Your nature, yung aso minsan susuka. Kasi kukainin ulit. Nang hinayang. Nakakadiri, ba? O minsan, sinuka na natin, tapos mabalik ka na ba? Pwede ba? 
Hindi na yan ang nature mo. Nakakadiri na yan. Kasi hindi ka na aso. God has changed your nature. God has given you a new nature. You're now part of the body of Jesus Christ. Parang ano yan eh, parang yung caterpillar. Di ba yung caterpillar, gumagapang yan. And when you have changed the metanoia, nagkaroon ka ng pakpak. So may iba ka ng style. Mayroon ka ng ibang kagawian. Mayroon ka ng ibang, ano, mahinahabol. Hindi, hindi ka na yung parang, ano, gagapang-gapang ganun. Parang, ano ba ito? Wala na. Iba na. Di ba? Cute na, cute na dating mo. So iba, nag-change ka na ng nature. Yun ang Christianity. Kaya huwag ka nang bumalik sa dati. Huwag ka nang gumapang-gapang ulit dyan. You have a new life. Yun ang sinasabi ng Diyos. Now, look at these Christians. The Christians, look at this. When, so then those who had received His word were baptized. And that day, there were added about 3,000 souls. Tingnan nyo. Did, bakit pa sinabi yung 3,000 souls were added? Now, bakit kailangan na magbilang? Ang dami nun. Ito po mga 3,000 200. Pero yan. Mga about 3,200. Now imagine, ganito karami. Kasi 3,000 were added, 120 sila, about 3,120. Tama ba? Tama ba? And why do they have to count? Now listen to this. Because everybody counts. In the eyes of the Lord, everyone who comes to Jesus is important. To his, to his body. Important to Jesus. Pakisabi sa katabi mo, importante ka sa Diyos. It is now your choice whether you are to stand and be counted. Nakukuha niyo. Yes, in the eyes of God, you count. But, it is your choice to stand and be counted. Kasi kahit bilang ka, pero parang hindi ka naman involved, hindi ka rin, you are not really making yourself counted. Tama? Yun ang challenge sa atin. Kasi nakalimutan na sino tayo. Kaya look at these people. Pagkatapos nila mag-repent, they have developed a new habit because they are now a new creature. Kaya nga ang topic natin ngayon, practice the habits of spirit-filled church. Yun ang ating bagong practice. Bakit church? Now, bago talakayin yung church na yan, allow me just to read this first to you. They were continually. Look at this. This is a habit. Continually. Hindi siya. One time, continually. Devoting themselves. Word devoting, meaning so they're giving away themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Look at their continuation. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart. Look at this. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now, what have you noticed? From the verses we read, there were some, I think, seven na parang basic habits. They were Bible learning. They devote, they give away themselves to apostles' teaching. Napasin ba yan? Then they devoted themselves, giving away to fellowshipping. Bakit? It takes time. Giving away, breaking of bread, praying, giving, being joyful, and witnessing. 
So tingnan natin. Alam niyo yung habit na so important. Bakit? In any human being, gusto niyo maging matagumpay sa buhay? You have to develop the habit of being, be- to have a better life. Yung sabi nga ho ni Greg Crochel, as quoted by Pastor Peter this morning, sabi niya, successful people consistently do what other people occasionally do. Anong pinagkaiba, for example, sa mga estudyante? Eh, matalino ka kasi. Hindi, kahit matalino yan, kung di nag-aaral yan, walang mangyayari sa buhay niyan. Yung iba, hindi ganun katalino, pero aral ng aral, may nangyayari sa buhay nila. Nakuha nyo? Kahit ako as a pastor, hindi ako matalinong tao. Hirap na hirap nga ako mag-English eh. Pero nagbabasa ako, hindi ako marunong mag-hina-hina. Kailangan ko pang umiyak-miyak, pero I have to do this on a regular basis. I have to study it on a regular basis. Nung nag-aaral ako, sabi ko sa Panginoon, Panginoon, I want to study for you. Kasi palpak-palpak ako, elementary, high school, walang kakwenta-kwenta. Nag-aaral ako ngayon para sa Diyos. Eh, buti sana kung hindi ako nagtatrabaho. Nagtatrabaho pa ako habang nag-aaral. Oh, sabi ko, Lord, tulungan mo ako. Biro mo, pagkatas ko, magpapasada ako ngayon, nagtatayas kita ko, pagkatas, paghabang pa tayong oras, sosolbo ako ng problema. Lord, hindi ko masuwag, tulungan mo naman ako. Tapos isip, 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 isip. Kukuha ng libro, mag-aaral ako, magbasa. Oh, di nakatapos ako, cum laude. Oh, ayan, dinagdag ko na, parang maniwala kayo, nag-aaral ako. Hindi ako matalino. Anong pinagkaiba lang? Nakita ko kasi, nag-aaral sila eh. Di mag-aaral din ako. Wala na excuse-excuse. Walang libro, walang pera. Wala na excuse-excuse. Nakuha ninyo? Kasi nga, yun na sinasabi ng Diyos eh. Ganon din sa Christian life. Kung talagang Christian ka, mayroong bagong habit na gagawin kasi you're pursuing to honor Jesus. Now, let's continue. Kasi sabi ng Bible, kaya ang church, look at this, ang church, ekklesia, hindi building. Alam niyo, ibig sabihin na ekklesia, ito Greek word, ito na ekklesia, ibig sabihin, that called out once, mga nili-inalis. Kaya nga alam nyo po, sa Bible, punong-puno ng mga symbolism. For example, you are to be fishers of men. In their mind, ha? tandaan nyo, sa utak nila, sa symbol nila, kaya nadali nilang naintindihan, because sea or ocean is a symbol of chaos, the realm of darkness, the realm of chaos. Naintindihan? Kapag sinabi nila, you are to be, ano, fishers of men, you are to get these people from the realm of darkness or chaotic world to the kingdom of the beloved son which is full of light and freedom. Nakuha? Yan ang picture ng Christianity. Kaya tinan nyo ang church. Kasabi ni Bible, ng Bible, for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. From darkness to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Pinatawad na tayo eh. So sabi ng Lord, kaya you are the called out ones. You are the church. Kaya nga, we do not go to the church, we gather as a church. Nagkakanidihan tayo. We are believers of Jesus Christ, we are rescued from darkness, so we're gathering together as a church. Tama? Bakit? Why do we have to gather as a church? Now listen to this. Because, for even as the body is one, and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. We were all made to drink of one Spirit, for the body is not one member, but many. Ano sa sabi ni Jesus? 
wala nang distinction. Pangit o maganda, matangkad o balit, mayaman o mahirap, hudyo o hentil. Lahat tayo bahagi ng katawan ni Jesus Christ. Nagkakandiyan? Kung si Jesus ang ating Panginoon, lahat tayo kabahagi. So noon, ang buhay natin pang sarili lang. Kaya tinan yung katawan. Ang kanang kamay, hindi siya pwedeng mabuhay para sa kanyang sarili. Subukan ninyo, mangati yung kanang kamay, paano niya kakamutin ko sarili lang? Kahit anong gawin mo, hindi uubra. Tama? Mula ngayon, hindi na siya mabubuhay para sa kanyang sarili, mabubuhay na siya para sa ibang bahagi ng katawan. Nangati ang ulo, kamot. Tama? May aabutin para mag, dahil nakita ng mata, nagutom siya, at meron siyang susubo, susubo niya sa bibig. Tama ba? Hindi pa pwede sabi ng mata. Habi, nakakita siya ng lechon, tapos kinuha ng kamay. Tapos nung susubo niya na, sabi ng mata, Hoy, ako nakakita dyan. Bakit mo sinusubo sa bibig? Isipin niyo kung magalit yung kamay. O yan, subo mo. Dinasaktan lahat. Nakuha niyo? Kaya yun ang idea. God is creating a community, a nation of Christians where beauty is no longer the idol. Kasi ang ating mundo, ang idol natin, beauty. Kaya we choose people to be part of our team. We, we idolize brain. Kaya kasi isip natin, yung matatalino, yan ang gusto ko sa team. Wala nang ganun, sabi ng Lord, regardless of who you are, you're part of us. Can you imagine these people? They came from different places, they came from different cultures, with different languages, and they're coming together, devoting themselves to one another because they understood they are the church. Are you part of the church? Kaya wala nang titingin dito. Tsura nito, nagpunta sa church. Ganyan tsura niyan. Bakit ganyan? Bayan, bakit? Kanyan ang buhok niyan. Masalamat ka na may buhok yan. Eh kung wala, ba't wala siyang buhok? Di ba? Kanya-kanya na, wala nang pagkakaiba. Hindi ka na dito parang magkutsa. Andito ka na para, wow, I want to serve you because we're part of one body. Okay? Praise the Lord. Now, tinan niyo po, tuloy tayo. Ngayon, hindi yan building ha, hindi building, tinan niyo. Greet the brethren who are in Laodicea and also Nympha and the church that is in her house. Nasaan daw yung church? Nasa kanyang tahanan. So, madam salta, they were meeting also in small houses, and in houses, and also in the temple. Makikita niyo sa Acts kanina, tama? Now, listen to this. Ito pong pinaka-importanting bahagi na huwag natin kakalimutan. Sabi ng Lord, kasi maraming tao, ay, ayoko nang umatend sa church kasi, una-una, I hate organized church. Ayun, ayoko yan. Parang organized religion, ayoko niyan. At saka, ang ayoko sa church, sinaktan na ako ng church. Inabuso ako ng pastor. Inabuso ako ng mga kapatiran. Inutangan ako ng inutangan. Hindi ako binayaran. Now, listen to this. As a church, tatandaan nyo, we are all sinners. Tama? At huwag kayo magtaka. Dahil even in the church, sabi ni Jesus, parang mga wit yan. May tinatanim naman demonyo, mga tears. Yung nang isa sa'yo, hindi yan talaga bahagi ng church. Nasaktan ka. Huwag ka mag-alak. Normal lang may masasaktan dahil kuto yan ng katawan. Kinagat ako, kami, nakakainis. Eh, kuto yan eh. Ngayon, huwag, ayoko na sa church. Dahil sa kuto? Huwag. Kuto lang yan. Yung church, hindi ang church nakasakit sa'yo. Ang nakasakit sa'yo, mga kuto sa church. Sinisip-sip lang nila ang mga pakinabang sa church. Mababait sila roon, lokohin natin sila. 
Ang, ang dami niyan dito. Kaya may nag-aatin pa nga. Hindi sila na parito para makinig, kundi para sila'y nandukot. Di ba kaya ang tuloy ibang sa atin at sa church, hindi makapag-worship ng maayos. Kasi habang kumakanta, tinitin na ng bag. Di ba? Iba kalupkit na dito. Panginoon, makakanya na sila. Kasi nga, hindi sila malaya dahil may mga kuto sa loob. Ano ko ninyo? Maliban na lang sila'y magbagot, baguhin ng Diyos ang alamang nature from kuto to be part of the body. Kaya yun ang challenge ng Diyos, yung kuto maging nunal. <laughs> Itim pa rin. Anyway, so anong ibig sabihin ng Panginoon sa atin? Listen to this, guys. Kaya sabi niyo, hindi totoo. Kasi ang tawag sa atin ng Diyos is to forgive. Remember? We are to forgive one another as Jesus Christ forgave us. So kung sila nagkamali, patawarin mo lang. Hindi mo role niya. Sila mag, ano, ang role mo lang is to keep on loving them. Naintindihan po. Yung iba naman, isip natin, ayoko na organize church kasi yan ako naiinis. Now listen to this. Alam niyo, whether you like it or not, si Jesus Christ ang organize niya eh. Tingnan niyo ha. And He gave, sino nagbigay? Some as apostles. Si Jesus. Some as prophets. Some as evangelists. Some as pastors and teachers. Talaga tinalaga niya, structure na yan eh. Naintindihan? So you cannot assume, say, magtatayo na lang ako ng church. Wala na. Magla-livestream na lang ako. Hindi. Hindi mo naintindihan. You're part of the body. Now listen. Kaya hindi mo pwede i-anoin sa sarili mo. It is the Lord who give. Sa totoo lang, ako as a pastor. Hindi ko gusto maging pastor, please. Accountant ako. Nakapag-negosyo ako. Ayoko maging pastor. Ano pa pala sa pastor? Tinoy mo, mag-aaral ka magdamag, di ka natutulog, tutulogan ka. Nakakatuwa ba yan? Isipin mo, nakakatuwa ba yun? Tagtuturo ka, mamahalin mo sila, pagpe-pray mo sila, pero pupulaan ka pa rin. Gusto mo ba maging ang pastor? Sabi ng Lord, hindi, tinawag kita. Kalimutan mo yung negosyo mo. Kalimutan mo yung pagiging accountant mo. Opo. Naalala niyo kwento ni Pastor Peter? Nagulat ako sabi ni Pastor Peter, sa kumpanya ko, walang nakakasigaw sa akin. Nung nagpastor ako, sinisigawan ako ng membro. O sino mo gusto magpastor? Kung hindi yan tinawag ng Diyos, ewan ko na lang. Nakuha niyo? hindi mo yan ginugusto. Si God yan, siyang naglalagay. Kaya karamihan, tanongin niyo sa mga nagpastor, karamihan sa nagpastor sa amin, hindi namin gusto maging pastor. Bakit? Alam namin, it was just because of a call. Nagkakanilihan tayo. Now, let's continue. Anong role namin? Sabi niya, anong role ng pastor? To equip the saints for the work of service because everybody is part of the body. Everybody must contribute. So God has to equip everyone in, in, in serving others. Tama? Ano kaya yun ang role? The pastors, the, the, the prophets, they will prepare the people and equip the people for the work of service. In equipping what? For the building up of the body of Christ. Kaya tingnan ba napansin? The pastors are always thinking of how we can equip each other. We have GLC. Di ba? We have what? We have yeah, yeah, memory verses. We want to equip every one of you. Kasi minsan ang hirap mag-memorize. To, to, to tell you honestly, iba sa inyo gusto mag-memorize. Kaya lang pag sabi mo, uy, memorize ko na. Pag tinanong mo, ano na? Ah, ay, nakalimutan ko. Kaya we need to help each other. Pag sinabi niya, for, ah, yes, alam ko na, alam ko na. Nagkakatulungan. So we need to equip each other. Bible study. We need to equip each other how to, buy, to study the Bible. We equip each other so how to share the gospel. In other words, that is our role. So as we are doing our part, you should also do your part. Tama ba? You have to stand and be counted. Now let's continue. 
Ang sabi niya, until we all what? Attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. In other words, our desire, our other pursuit is to be like Jesus. Oh, ito pa sabi niya, as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. Yun, nililigtas tayo ng Diyos dahil sa papaglinlang ng mundong ito. And sabi niya, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ. That is our calling. God wants us. Being Jesus as the head, He wants us to mature into His likeness. Yun ang desire ng Diyos. Nang hindi tayo niloloko ng mundong ito. Ang dami na ngayon, ang totoo lang, hindi mo na maintindihan. Sinong totoo? Nakakalito na. Pero hindi ka malilito. Kung you are part of the body. Sabi ng ibang tao, sabi niya, mayroong isang dalawang babae during the days of the Albudi. They don't want to attend the church gathering anymore. Sabi niya, I don't want, those are hypocrites. hypocrites. Sabi niya, ito sabi niya, okay, okay. Eh, tama-tama, nandusin sa fireplace. Sabi niya, kumuha sa fireplace, kumuha lang siya isang, ano, isang kahoy. Nag-aapoy, nag-aapoy sila. Kumuha siya isa. Sabi niya, so what's your point? You just watch. And little by little, yung apoy na malakas, itong hiniwalay. Dahan-dahan, humina, nang humina, at nawalan ng apoy. Because each and every one of us who belong to Jesus is not meant to be alone. Nakakanidian. Pag binasan yung Proverbs 18, sabi ng Proverbs 18, he who isolates himself has a ano, different agenda, has a bad agenda. Kasi lahat tayo, pag mag-isa lang, magiging weirdo tayo. Somebody has to correct us because we do not hold all wisdom. Kahit kami mga pastor, hindi namin alam lahat ng bagay. Anyone who claims that he knows everything, may tama yun. Kasi we belong into one body. Si Jesus lang ang nakakalam ng lahat ng bagay. And the rest of us, we just depend on Him. Kaya we need each other. Nagkakadinihan pa? Kaya kailangan may magsasalamin sa atin. Kaya nga ho, kahit ako, sa D-group ko, mayroon po nagsasalamin sa akin, may nagsasabi sa akin, mali ka, pastor, mali ka dito. Minsan, bang, sinasabi, sinasabi. Kaya maliwanag yun. Kaya, oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Naaayos. Now, balik tayo. They were continually, look at words, devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Balik tayo. Una muna, apostles' teaching. Sabi niya, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. Why did God do that? Because God wants us to understand that though we are to be hungry of the Word, God also placed someone that will set the foundation. Yung mga apostles na yun, they will have the sense of awe and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. In other words, God allowed them to see, to, be, to perform something supernatural para ma-establish nila yung authority. Nakuha niya? Now, tuloy tayo. Kaya nga, sabi ng Bible, the signs of a true apostle were performed among you with all perseverance by signs and wonders and miracles. Bakit? Kasi God is setting up leadership. Leadership. Okay? Now, ito, itong miracles ito, they need that. Although it's still working up to today, pero itong, it's really something to help these apostles gain their credibility. Now, din sabi niya, 
Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, and considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. Kaya napaka-importante yung leadership. Tanya, obey your leaders and submit to them for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Kaya pag sinabi niyo, eh, inaabuso ako ng pastor niya, inaabuso ako ng pastor niya, huwag kang mag-alala, mananagot yan kay Diyos, kay God, kay God. Tama? Mananagot yan kay God, kaya hindi makakatagal yan. May araw yan. Kasi niyo, let them do this with joy. Ang atin, let's do this with joy and not with grief for this would be unprofitable for you. In other words, we are to help them and encourage them instead. Sa halip na, kung niloloko nga, di ba, lagot ka kay God. Di ba? Nakuha ninyo, ang role natin, sinet na ng Lord John. Tinan niya, kung itong apostle na to, as of today, there's so many coming up, different pastors. Sinang tama dyan? Iba-iba sinasabi nila. Nangyari na yan noon sa history ng church. Kaya nga, the apostle, nagkaroon ng apostle's creed para masummarize yung teaching. Para kung nagbasa ka ng Bible, hindi ka na pag sumaling ka doon, ah, mali ka na, hindi na, you are no longer devoting yourself to apostles' teaching. Nakuha? So, ano yun? Summary lang. Sabi niya, I believe in God. The Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Look at the words. I believe in Jesus Christ. Who, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, and was crucified, died, and was buried. So, nilinaw lang agad. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven. He seated at the right hand of the Father. And He will come to judge the living and the dead. So, maliwanan sa kanila, si God the Father, God the Son. Now, listen to this. And I believe in the Holy Spirit. Tama? No. The Holy Catholic Church, yung Catholic word, is universal. People who have Jesus in their hearts. And sabi niya, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Wow! Doon agad, ah, if people are teaching na hindi Trinity, medyo kabahang ka na. Because they summarize it already. Nakuha niyo po? If they say, ah, si Jesus, tao lang yan. Wala dito. Tagilid. Oh, hindi yan. Mali yan. Bakit? Kasi ganito. Kapag ikay naging Christian, alam niyo mangyari sa inyo una? You will be so hungry for Jesus. You will be so hungry for His Word. Kaya nga, sabi ng Bible, as newborn babies, desire the pure milk of the Word that she may grow thereby. Ang baby, pagpanganak, minsan di mo naman kailang pilitin mag-daddy yan eh. Pag nagutom yan, tak- napansin niyo ba? And sabi ng Lord, pag Christian ka, it is but inherent in your new nature to be so hungry for the Word. Kapag may sakit ka, hindi mo gugustuhin. Kaya you have to be reminded, uy, uminom ka muna. Di ba, pag may sakit, ay kumain, ay kumain. Kain ka, kailangan mo lumakas. Kaya yun ang sinasabi ni Peter. Sabi ni Peter, teka mo na, kailangan mo kasi may sakit na iba rito eh. Kaya kung nagtatawang, siyempre, ayoko naman kayo i-judge, no? Kung wala kayong uhaw sa salita ng Diyos, wala kayong uhaw makilala si Jesus, baka wala kayong relationship. Okay pa tayo dyan? Baka patay tayo. Wala tayong buhay to be hungry. Kasi yung life na yun is hungry for righteousness. Kaya blessed are those who hunger for righteousness. For they shall be what? Satisfied. Kaya kung longing ka for something else to satisfy you, oops, baka hindi ka hungry for righteousness. Baka hindi walang life sa atin. Tama? Atuloy tayo ha? Kaya sabi ng Lord, yung iba, eh kasi pag nagbabasa akong Bible, parang ang hirap intindihin. Talaga mahirap. Sabi niya, we are told to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
pag nagbabasa kayo ng Bible, try, don't try to analyze everything. Tingnan ninyo how you will grow in the knowledge of Jesus. Yung kanyang love, character, yung kanyang holiness. Doon makikita mo. Ngayon sasabihin na, paano ka maniniwala dyan? Eh, hindi mo na maintindihan. Sino dito medyo nagkakaproblema pa nagbabasa parang hindi ko maintindihan. Ayoko na. Di ba? Una, excited ka. Genesis. Pagkating ng numbers. Ang, ang pangalan. Pang, ang dami namang pangalan to. Iba nga, Leviticus pa lang. Ano yan? Opering, opering. Ano ba ito? Parang ayoko na. Namansin niya, ito, tuturoan ko kayo. Nung bago, bago rin ako sa faith, nung hindi pa ako Christian, ganito pa yung pagbasa ko. And Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begat Jacob. Yung pa naman nakuha kong Bible, yung kulay blue. Ang bigat naman yan, tinapong ko. Wala <laughs> ako talaga maintindihan. Nung naging Christian ako, bigla ako na-realize, oh, ang ganda pala ng Bible. Ganito ginawa ko. Di, hindi ko maintindihan. Lord, tulungan mo naman na po ako. So, binasa ko lang. Yung hindi ko naintindihan, tinabi ko na lang muna. Kasi kumbaga, parang bago ka pala sa Lord. Kainin mo lang yung laman. Nere, isda. Kainin mo lang yung laman. Pag tumanda-tanda ka na, at medyo crunchy naman, kakainin mo na pati ulo, pati buntot, kinakain mo na, pati yung gitnang buto, kinakain mo na. Kasi matanda ka na eh. Pero pag dumanda ka na ng gusto, di, ano ka na naman, wala ka na naman ngipin, balik ka na naman sa laman. <laughs> Kasi hindi mo, ay, hindi ko naman maintindihan, hindi ko naman maalala. And ganun lang naman magbasa rin ng Bible. Now, alam niyo po ba, mayroon po nagsabi, kung ang pace mo ng pagbabasa ay kapareho na kanya, we are told, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, mababasa mong Bible from cover to cover by 12 minutes for the next 365 days. Just 12 minutes. You just read the Bible, mababasa mo ng buo. Ilan sa inyo nakabasa na ng buong Bible? Ah, bakit hindi? Ay, bago pa lang ako eh. Okay. Ay, matagal na. Mga isang taon na, ma- isang taon na mahigit. Hindi pa nakabasa ng Bible. Pakitignan lang kamay. Be honest, be honest. Isang taon na kayong Christian, o isang taon na kayo sa Lord, and yet, hindi nyo pa rin nabasa yung Bible. Pakitignan ko lang kamay. Okay, maya, okay, maya. Ayan. Okay, yung iba naman, more than one year na kayong Christian, hindi pa rin nabasa yung Bible mo. Tignan ko lang, tignan ko lang. Okay, maya, sige na, sige na. Okay. Yung mga hindi pa one year, pakita sa kamay, tignan ko lang kamay. Kaya hindi nyo pa nabasa yung Bible. Okay. Yung mga nabasa na yung Bible, tignan ko ha? Ah, naglolokohan na tayo. Yung tanong ko eh, yung iba, nakalang ganyan. Walang taasan ng kamay. <laughs> Kahit sa ang tanong, ano kayang problema nito? Basa kaya? Di ba? Sa, na, na, alam niyo kung bakit siya tanong? Kasi dito pa lang, alam mo na kagad na may problema tayo ng konti. No. Kaya mo, I'm telling you this because of this. Ako, na-excite ako sa Bible kasi I'm beginning to understand who Jesus is. Bigla ako na, wow. Noon, nakala ko, tatakot, tatakot. Akala ko, pag si Jesus, pag, ah, galit ka, pug, untog ako. Noon, si Jesus, may pinaparusahan ako ni Lord. Minsan, ganun ang pakiramdam ko eh. Bilang pinapalala sa akin, Jesus, anak, anak na kita eh. Anak na kita. Hindi ka naumpog dahil galit ako sa iyo. Naumpog ka, hindi ka nakatingin. Oo nga pala. <laughs> minsan, minsan, lahat ng isip natin parang palaging galit ang Diyos sa atin. Tingnan, parang ang Diyos parang naging pulis na parang pag nahuli ka, ano, huli ka, parang ganun ang pakiramdam natin. Nakita ko, alam nyo, sa lahat nung nabinabasa ko na, and ang pinakataong masarap kasama, si Jesus. Bakit? Kahit alam niya ang lahat ng bagay, hindi niya ipinipilit sa iyo. Inaantay ka pang niya magtanong. Kahit na marami kang pagkakamali dahil nagkakamali tayo, He's always there to remind us, I died for you, my son. Rise up and get back. Kasi yung iba kong kakilala, pag nagkamali ka, nakakatatlo ka na. 
Sobra ka na. Tama na. Minsan ka kahit magulang natin, tama? Sabihin sa atin, ikaw tuwail kang bata ka. Isa na lang, palalayasin kita sa bahay. Magulang gumagawa nun. Pero si Jesus, alam mo anak, napakasuwail mo. Alik ka na, bumalik ka na rito. Ngayon kung hindi ka naman talaga kabahagi ni Jesus, madali naman kay Jesus yun, hindi siya mamamoblema. Alam bakit? Impyerno ka naman eh. Kasi sabi niya, hindi naman talaga katabahagi sa buhay ko, kaya okay lang. Sige na, do, do whatever you want. But since you are part of my body, I will always remind you. I will use people if necessary. I will use the church. I will use others to remind you that I care for you and I love you. And no, there's nowhere else to go but me. Come. Nagkakanidihan. Now, let's continue. Kaya nga, look at this. The church set up until I come. Give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and teaching. Now, balik tayo ulit sa, ano. And they were continually, well, devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Ano ibig sabihin ng fellowship? Now, look at this. These people, coming from different places, ang lalayo ng pinanggagalingan ito. Di ba? Siprea. Di ba? Si, ang dami, partians. Ang lalayo. And yet, they were coming to fellowship. Intentionally coming. Naintindihan niyo po? Naintindihan niyo how they come. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Wow! Tayo nga, isang linggo na lang, isang beses sa isang linggo. Hirap na hirap pa. Pagkatapos, doon na lang sa live stream, pagod na ako. Pero ano pinagkaiba ng live stream? Kasi pag live stream, you are thinking the ritual of being a church. That's not our calling. Kasi yung ritual, oh, nakinig ko ng message, nakinig ko ng, ng, ano, ng kanta, okay na ako. Hindi. We are meant to be a blessing to somebody else. That's fellowship. It is giving away of ourselves to somebody else because they are part of the body. Katina niya sabi ng Panginoon Diyos. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Ang idea natin, because I'm part of the church, I want to, how can I stimulate my brother to be faithful to the Lord? How can I stimulate my brother to do what is good? How can I stimulate someone? How can I stimulate this guy? Now, ito pa sabi niya. Ang sabi niya, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Pansin niyo po ginawa ng Lord? Meron ng temple, meron pang house to house. Kaya hindi natin inimbento ang small group. Meron temple, 3,000. How, how can we do this? Encourage with one another for 3,000 people. Kaya? Love one another for 3,000 people. Hindi mo may sabi, I love every one of you. Hmm? Hindi mo yan eh. Serve one another. Be devoted to one another. Admonishing one another. I-review ko mo. If anyone is caught in any trespass, you are spiritual. Restore such a person or such one in spirit of gentleness. Can we do that to 3,000 people? Kaya may small group, house to house. Sino dito membro ng small group? Tingnan ko lang kamay. Tayo kayo, tayo kayo, tayo, tayo, tayo. Tayo tayo. Lahat ng nasa small group, tayo. Now, tingnan ninyo yung mga nakaupo wala sa small group. Yayain ninyo. Sama kayo sa small group namin. Baka wala ka pa sa sama kayo. Anong problema? Wala kang sasakyan? Dalawa na tayo. <laughs> At least may kasama ka maglalakad. Di ba? Nakuha ninyo? Yaya, eto maging kultura natin. 
Tingnan yung katabi nyo lagi. Lagi nyo talagang, how can I be of service to you? How can I help you? Tinan yung paligid nyo. Tinan, tinan yung paligid nyo, yung mga wala, nakaupo. Hindi, hindi para insulted. <laughs> Life ball group. <laughs> hindi, hindi, hindi. Kapatid, I'm inviting you kung wala ka pa small group. Ngayon kung feeling niya, kung, ah, kung ikaw naman, siyempre nahi, ah, thank you. Hindi ko gusto mukha na ito. Sama ka lang. Sabi mo, pwede mo ba akong ihahanap na iba schedule? <laughs> Pero ito lang. Let me just encourage you. You know why God told us to love our brothers? Mag- ito kasi, pag naika-small group na kayo, minsan ang feeling ninyo, parang ba't mas mababait pa yung mga kaibigan ko kaysa sa mga taong ito? No. Sa totoo, sa una, ganyan talaga. Bakit? Kasi yung kaibigan mo, pinili mo. Pinili mo yan. Eh. Ang makakasama mo sa small group, mga makasalanang Lumapit kay Jesus dahil wala silang ibang mapupuntahan para magmahal at pagpatawad sa kanila. Kaya minsan lumalabas ang kanilang dat nakaraang buhay, kaya minsan magaspang sila. Hindi ka pareho ng mga kaibigang pinili mo. Maintindihan po? Kaya nga, love your brother. Alam niyo bakit? Kasi mga kapatid, hindi mo pinipili yan eh. Meron ba sa inyo na nakita mo kapatid, ikaw kapatid ko, bakit bumalik ka sa nan? <laughs> hindi mo pinili yan eh. Pero ang kaibigan, pinipili. Nagkakanilihan. Kaya may I encourage you. Encourage you ba? Sama kayo sa small group. We're one family here. Because we cannot apply this if we are not in a small group setting. Nagkakanilihan? Thank you po. Maraming salamat po sa inyo. Now, naalala ko po, ito po yung kwento ni, nagkwento po si Edward Skidmore applying this. Si pastor decided an experiment by with changing those and statistics in the church. He made a list of 12 people who had recently been baptized in their church. Bago lang. And then, he and his wife invited them over. Naturally, these new Christians were thrilled to be invited by their pastors in their pastor's house. They were excited about their new connection with the Lord and with this church. After supper, the, the pastor sat down with a group, enthusiastic with new Christians, and he asked them an unexpected question. Sabi niya, Gusto niyo bang i-predict ko yung future niyo for the next two or three years in the church? Sabi niya, oh, I can... Sige po, bakit hindi? Sabi niya. Okay, the pastor said this prediction. As I look at the 12 of you, I must predict that statistically speaking, in the next two or three years, two of your marriages will break up and your feelings of shame will cause you to leave the church. Three of you will have conflict with someone in the church and you also will leave the church. One of you will experience tragedy and lost faith and lose faith. You too will leave the church. Two of you will some sort of moral failing and will leave the church. Two of the four remaining will simply lose interest and drift away from the church for no obvious reasons. In two or three years, out of this group of 12, only two of you will still be attending church. And only one of you will still be attending this church. There was a dead silence in the room. Tahimik sila lahat. All this wide eye, new Christians look around at each other as if to say, how could that happen to us? Finally, one of them spoke up and asked, what can we do to change these statistics? Paano gagawin namin para mabago yung statistics ito? And suddenly the pastor was waiting to hear that question and he answered, and he, ha- he had his answer ready. He said, you can get together as a group and decide that you're not going to let anyone go. Magtulong-tulong kayo. That is exactly what they did. 
These strangers who had never been together until the gathering at the pastor's home formed themselves in the small group. Week by week, they came to really know each other. They supported each other through the tragedies, divorces, conflicts, and moral failings. In four years of meeting together, only one left the church. That small caring group changed statistics from losing 10 out of 12 to losing only 1 out of 12. Amya, would you like to see that kind of thing happen here? Yan ang tanong. Kasi, nasa sa atin na yun. If we understand, Lord, ay gusto, ayoko po, eh, binibigyan na kita ng katawan, binibigyan na kita ng kapatiran to help you out. Learn to be humble enough to admit that you are just part of the body and everybody needs its other. Pakasayam sa katabi mo, kailangan kita. Di ba? Now, let's continue. Friends, sabi sa Corinthians, niyo, ha? when they come together, they're not thinking of what they can get. Niya, what is the outcome then, brethren? When you assemble, each one has a sound, has a teaching, has a revelation, has a tongue, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. Everybody was excited. You see, D-group is not just for us to socialize. Parang, no, it's a soul-to-soul connection. Why? Because we are fellowshipping is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Now, let's go back to the habits. So the habit of devoting to apostles' teaching, the habit of fellowshipping, and the habit of breaking of bread. Anong ibig sabihin yan? When you break bread, ganito po yan. When you talk about worship, ibig sabihin focus. Focus. Yung worship, hindi yung kanta lang. Hindi. Kahit kumakanta ka, kung hindi ka naman nakafocus, walang worship doon. Ah, Parang papasa ka Bible, walang focus, walang worship doon. Worship is focusing on God. Nagkakanin yan. So when you break bread, for example, house to house, you are having meals. Tapos, nag-break kayo ng bread. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus in the night in which He was betrayed took bread. And when He had given thanks, He broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Look at this. Bigla kang focus. Oops. This bread is about Jesus. So you focus on Jesus. And sabi niya, in the same way, He took the cup also, after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Biglang na focus ka, babalik si Jesus. Babalik si Jesus. So, when you break bread and celebrate the Lord's Supper together in a small group, in a big group, tayo once a month, dito, big group. But in a smaller group, house to house, you can do this as often as you want. Bakit? To focus on Jesus. Kaya it's an element of worship. Now, dinuktungan pa. And to prayer. Bakit? Tingnan nyo. Lahat tayo magkakaproblema. Sino dito hindi nagkakaproblema sa buhay? Meron? Now, sino kalalapit para maghingi ng prayer? Just imagine this. Alam nyo kung tayo lahat, kanyan ako, pastor. Lahat kayo magre-request ng prayer. 3,000, tapos yung sa, sa, eight, sa 3 o'clock, mga 8,000 plus. Wala na akong katapusan, hindi na matutulog, mga inyong Diyos. Tapos kung sakali man, maalala ko, nantok pa rin ako, ay, sino nga yung pinagpapray ko? Hindi kaya eh. Kahit anong spiritual ko pa, sabi na natin, spiritual na talaga ako, hindi ko kakayanin pag-pray lahat. But, kung kayo small group, labing dalawa, ite-text mo lang yung labing dalawa, please pray for me. And everybody will always get in Uy, kamusta ka na? Kamusta ka na? Kamusta ka na? Nagpe-pray sila. Kamusta ka na? How can I help you? Di ba? Biglang, ah, buti may kapatid ako. Concerned about my condition. Tama? 
Meron pong ali, pumunta eh. Sabi ganun, magbabayad. Sabi ganun, oh, bakit dito pa? Magbayad ka na online. Bakit? Eh, gusto ko dito. Walang nagtatanong sa akin, kamusta ang arthritis ko. Ito, nagtatanong eh. We need, as in, bodies, warm bodies to be connected with. Okay po? Kasi tinan nyo, ang daming mga young people ngayon, they're connected, Facebook, pero nagpapakamatay. Bakit? They need warm bodies. Kasi yung nasa social media, hindi totoo lahat ang sinasabi na doon. Pipiturean yung pagkain. Oh, ang dami! Wow! Nakakainggit siya! Sa kabilang table yun. <laughs> hindi kanya. <laughs> Kaya, okay magpapaniwala. Tinan si Peter. When Peter kept in the prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church to God. Yung buong church, nagpipray for him. Kasi nakulong siya eh. Alam nyo, kamakailan lang din. Pinagpray natin kapatid, naalala nyo, last time we prayed for, some, for a brother na nakulong, Sa isang country na bawal ang Crisanti. Nalala nyo? O di, pinag-pray natin. Ito, nakakatawang pangyayari. Kaya hindi siya nakasama sa IDC kasi nga, naharang siya sa airport. Kinulong. Nung kinulong siya, nalala nyo pinag-pray natin, sabi natin, Lord, makita niya na privilege ito to suffer for you. Nalala nyo? Nagkita kami. Kinamusta ko. Uy, kamusta ka? Sabi niya, alam mo, Pastor, I really feel so privileged to suffer for Jesus. Oh, exacto! Kung ano pinag-pray natin, nalala nyo? Amazing! Yung iba, hindi maalala kasi hindi kayo nag-pray eh. <laughs> anyway, wag ka, hindi maalala hindi alam naman ni Lord yan. Anyway, so, ito na. Sabi niya, tapos alam mo, brother, ito nangyari, I was able to do Bible study inside. I was able to share the gospel. Eh, bawal nga eh. Pero, ang ginawa niya, oh, how can I pray for you? How can I pray? So, nakapag-Bible study siya. Nakapag-share ako ng anim na tao. At itong pinakamaganda, sabi niya there was someone there, kababayan natin, Pinoy din, sabi niya, nag-convert doon sa pananampalataya ng bansa. Sabi niya alam mo, ako, 10 years ako to be in prison. Gusto mo makalaya agad? Kailangan mag-convert ka. Sabi niya, hindi, kay Jesus lang ako. Kay Jesus lang. Habang sinasabi niya yan, sabi niya, hindi ka na makakalaya. Sabi niya, hindi ka na makakalaya. Biglang tinawag siya ng pinaka, ano, bantay, yung police. Sabi niya, tinawag yung pangalan. Pagtawag, Mr. So-and-so. Ganon. Your case is dismissed. <laughs> Kasasabi lang nung isa, hindi ka makakalaya. Eto, pinalaya na. Sabi niya, sabi sa'yo, makapangyarihan si Jesus. Diba, amazing God. Hey, listen to this, guys. We need to pray for one another. Kunento nga ni Pastor Peter kanina, kasi hindi ko alam. Mayroong pinagpray, oh. pinagpray, may sakit, may butas daw yung puso. Butas yung puso. Sabi ng doktor, nako, may butas yung puso. Eh, nagpunta rito ng prayer and fasting. Pinagpray. Haba nag-text. Sabi niya, nako, nag yung doktor, nagulat. In-extray ng tatlong beses. Dahil wala yung butas. Na wala yung butas. We ang sarap, no, na we are celebrating together as one body because we prayed for it. Tama? Yun ang importansya. Kaya nga, in a small group, lang lahat nagsa-celebrate. Pag nag-exam yung isa, lahat nagsa-celebrate. Pag hindi pumasa, lahat nagdadalamhati. Why? Because we are part of one body. In a smaller group, we can do that. Yeah, sabi ng Bible, let's continue. And everyone keep failing sight of all and many wonders and signs were taking place to the apostles and all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. Look at this. And they began selling their property, possessions, and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Wow. Amazing. They were willing to sell their properties. You know why? Because this is a community where money is no longer an idol. Ito na yung ang focus isa't isa, being part of the body of Christ. Hindi ibig sabihin na, oh, okay na tayo, pwede tayo hindi magtrabaho. Sabi ng Bible, ang hindi magtrabaho, hindi kakain. Tama? Anong ibig sabihin nito? 
Ang ibig sabihin nito, hindi sinabi ng Lord, benta mo lahat ng ari-ari mo, unless the Lord tells you, ibenta mo. Pero kung hindi naman, hindi naman ito pinag-uutos. Sample na lang. Si, si Ananias, binenta niya yung property niya and pretending that he has given everything. Sabi ni Peter, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land? Damya, while it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not under your control? Sa'yo pa rin naman yun eh. Why is it that you have conceived this, it did in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. And sabi niya, and as he heard these words, Ananias fell down and breathed his last, and great fear come over all who heard of it. Now, ano siya sabi ng Lord? Nung binenta mo, yun naman yun eh. Hindi ka naman required ibigay lahat. Ibigay mo lang as the Lord leads you. Nakakadinan. Pero one thing for sure, the idea is this. We give because, ang sabi ng Bible, for this is not for the ease of theirs or for your affliction, but by way of equality. At this present time, your abundance being supplied for their need so that their abundance also may become supplied for your need, that there may be equality. Ano siya sabi ng Lord? I want you to learn to share each other. Yun ang essence ng katawan. Minsan, ikaw may kailangan, ako meron, ako tutulong sa'yo. Minsan, ako naman ang wala, ikaw meron, ikaw tumulong sa akin. Kasi magkapatid naman tayo eh. Panoorin po natin ang kwento na ito. Si Joy Tanchi. You know, last December, and I think my husband shared this as well as my dad, that I'd given birth to our sixth child. And everything was normal at the beginning and easy. Uh, but a few days after I gave birth, I experienced excruciating pain, and I didn't know what was wrong. About a month later, uh, Christmas Eve, we found out I had a, a 13-cm cyst in my uterus, and it had to be removed immediately. So I was operated on December 26, and it was supposed to be an easy surgery, maybe two to three hours, but then it became very complicated. It extended to eight hours, and, and they had to remove my, my ovaries, my uterus, my cervix, my appendix, and part of my intestines had to be cut, uh, removed, and reconnected. Um, and then they had to take out the cyst, which had a 1.7 liters of pus and blood. And so, you know, it's really God's grace that I survived that surgery. But afterwards, I really struggled in my faith. I knew that, I, of course, I knew that God is good, that He loves me. But a part of me was like, why, why did it have to be like this, you know? And of, of course, I knew He still had a plan for me. Um, but I did struggle. I, I, I struggled to understand how to define and understand God's love. I praise God that my husband was there for me. He was very supportive. Of course, I really read God's word for encouragement. But it was very interesting because when I went through surgery, my entire family was in the U.S. Uh, we were all supposed to go on this vacation together. And God so designed it that they were away. And normally, they would be my, my spiritual support uh, apart from Edric. And so it was interesting that they were gone. I think God really intended it because what happened was he used our D group to really demonstrate to us that he was present and that he really loved us. One of the things that I really struggled with as, as a mom um, was I really wanted to breastfeed my baby, but the doctor said, you will not be able to breastfeed her for several weeks because of the surgery, all the antibiotics you are on. And so I was like, Lord, I... I'm a breastfeeding advocate. How do I make sure that my baby gets breast milk? And my D group 
one of them was still breastfeeding, and she said, I will give you milk. I will donate my milk. And other people who didn't, who were not breastfeeding, they found suppliers for me. So my baby became really fat. <laughs> she looks like a shopao. <laughs> you know, God is amazing. And normally my milk is like skim milk, but this milk that was donated is like full cream. So my baby became really healthy. It really is amazing. And then I remember the night that we were discharged, it was, it was New Year's Eve. And we were thinking, how are we going to bring all our stuff home from the um, hospital because our driver was not available. And our, one of our D group, they came and they said, you know, we will bring your things home for you so that when you check out, it'll be very easy. So it was just little things like this. And, a nut, and then that same night, we were going to go home and there was nobody to cook in the house. And I was like, Lord, I can't, I can't cook in the state I'm in. I, I'm too weak and, and not well. And one of um, the D group members of my mom's D group she sent over a feast, like all this Chinese food for us to eat. So when we got home, it was our first meal together as a family since I'd been hospitalized. And there was so much food. And it was just the timing of it. God used um, that D group member to show us that he was really thinking about us. And then so many women offered to give me lapu-lapu soup. If my dad had been here, he would have eaten it. <laughs> But just they said, you know, to help you heal. It was so special. And then some of them, they came over to my house and they said, we're going to cook, we're going to cook for you so that we can store all this food that you'll have in your freezer so that every time you need to eat, you can just, you know, defrost it because I was having digestive problems. So everything I ate, it would just come out and um, I was really losing a lot of weight. So they helped me by just coming over to cook for me. And then some people from my dad's D group also, they came over to visit us in the hospital and just to be with us, to pray with us. And, and one of them from his extended D group family gave us a significant amount of money. And it was such a surprise and we were so embarrassed to accept it. But it was really perfect timing also because the expenses did pile up. I had so many doctors that we had to pay for. So these were some of the ways that God showed us through the D group family that he was mindful of us. And when I was struggling with, Lord, you know, I know you love me, but it hurts. It hurts to know that as a father, you allowed this to happen. Um, but he showed us, you know, I'm still thinking of you. And through my other children, the D group family, you're going to experience my love. And Edric and I, I was sharing this with my family. I said, you know, we've always been on the, more on the ministering side of things where we're the ones giving to people and serving people. I think this is the, one of the first times in a very long time that I really felt um, like what it really meant to be part of a, a greater spiritual family in Christ and to have a spiritual family that looks out for you and cares for you. And that's really God's design for all of us, that we would be connected to a small group where we experience what it means to be part of his family, because that's how we can really love each other. By God's grace, I'm going on uh, my seventh week already, post-operation. The doctor has allowed me to be out. So praise God. I can, I'm much stronger now, and I can breastfeed my baby also. 
So he continues to heal me every day. And I want to thank you all for many of you were praying for our family. And I really felt God's love also through those prayers. So I praise God and I pray that we all experience what it means to be part of God's family by also being connected to a smaller group where we can grow in our love for God and for one another. To God be the glory. Praise God. Praise God. You see, if we have need, for example, we cannot expect everyone to help. You know why? Because we don't... Not everyone can know you. Unless you're in a group, a smaller group, may big group leader, nakakilala sa'yo, and will tell the area pastor, saka ka lang matutulungan, tama? Now, I'm not saying, uh, ano, punta kayo para matulungan kayo. The point is this. This is where we can really exercise and experience the love of God for each and every one of us. Being part of His body. Nakakatindihan. Now, ito pong amazing. Pangat, pang, pang, ang pang-anim. Mabilis na lang po. And day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals. Sarap, kakainan sila together with gladness and sincerity of heart. Ano yung isang sekreto sa mga Christians? They're always happy. They're not happy because things are right. They're happy because they were right before God. Nagkakaintindihan. Dahil ang Diyos hindi nagkukulang. Kahit anong sitwasyon, kaya sabi nga ni A.W. Tozer, the Christian owes it to the world to be supernaturally joyful. Tingnan niya yung katabi niya. Masaya ba siya? <laughs> sabi ni isa, pilit na pilit. <laughs> Alam mo, Christian, alam niyo ba't sila masaya? Because the joy is not there. They're trying hard na, no, it is the fruit of the Spirit. Tingnan niyo po, kahit mga apostles and the disciples were continually, look at the words, filled with joy. Filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Friends, this is where you can experience. Yung sa group, mas pwede palang maging masaya na hindi naman gumawa ng mga kalokohan, hindi magpentuhan ng mga kabastusan. Pwede pala. Yes, pwedeng pwede. Dahil God will fill our hearts with joy and sharing the victories, sharing the, the blessings, the miracles that we're experience, experiencing, sobrang andaming nakakatawang bagay. Kaya pag kami, kami kahit mga pastor, tatawa ng kami, biruan namin, biruan hindi nakaka- Yung parang, they will, we will not laugh at each other, but we will love with one another. Nagkakandidihan niya. And finally, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord was adding to their number day by day, those who were being saved. Ano si sabi ng Lord? These people, because they love each other, people would, hindi sila nakakaistorbo sa kapitbahay. Hindi sila yung parang, ang ingay-ingay ninyo, nakakainis sa kayo, kayo mga Christian. They, they were having favor of men. Bakit? Kakaiba sila, perhaps these people, they are reaching out to them, they're helping them. Alam niyo ba mga Christians? Doon niyo maintindihan, Red Cross, founded by Christians. World Vision, founded by Christians. Boy Scout, founded by Christians. Most of the, the ministries that reach out to people to be helped, all, almost all started by Christians. Bakit? Kasi nga, sila yung nagre-reach out. They're, they want to share the good news. They want to tell the world that Jesus is real. And look at this. Kasi sabi ng Bible, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another even as I've loved you that you also love one another. Bakit? By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have the love for one another. These people, how could they care for each other so much? Diba? Kaya naingan yung iba. Gusto namin makakasama kayo. Kakaiba kayo magmahalan. Kaya nga po sa atin sa CCF, this is our calling. Sabi ng Bible, 
we make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Look at this. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. The real Christians are the true followers of Jesus Christ who are willing to obey all. Not yung pinili lang, ito lang, ito lang. No. They are to observe all. Hindi la pinipili yung gusto ng Diyos. They are willing to follow whatever God requires of them. Hello? And God wants us to be in a smaller group and a big group where we can really serve one another for God's glory. Kaya nga po itong challenge sa atin. Ano mission ng CCF? To honor God and make Christ-committed followers who will make Christ-committed followers wherever we go. Whether sa opisina, sa skwelahan, lahat, yun ang ating desire that we can build up and disciple these people. Kakatwa kanina, may lumapit sa akin, may kumpanya siya, Pastor, paano ko po sisimula ng Bible study sa office namin? Because I knew that God is calling me to honor Him. And I knew that God's calling me to make disciples wherever I am. So, paano ko gagawin? So, working together as one body again. Sabi ko, sige, samahan namin kayo, tutulungan namin kayo. Magpapadala ako ng kasama ko para samahan kayo dyan. Nakuha ninyo? Kasi minsan di mo pa alam eh. Di gagabayan ka namin, then you continue. Because that's what we are called for. Let me just end. Meron pong isang lalaki, hininto niya yung babae, sabi niya, Miss, Thank you, thank you. Ah, ba't ka nagpapasalamat sa akin? Ba't ka nagpapasalamat sa akin? Kasi hindi mo lang alam, dati akong ticket collector ng tren. Eh ngayon, every time nakikita kita, ang saya-saya mo, nakangiti ka. Tapos, nag-good morning ka palagi. Ang sabi niya, kaya dahil dyan, alam mo, tinignan kita, inobserbahan kita. Lagi may hawak na Bible. Kaya bumili ako ng Bible. Binasa ko. Naku, naging Christian ako. Dahil lang sa simpleng ngiti. Dahil lang sa isang katibayan that there is joy from the heart na binigay ng Diyos. And oftentimes it's joy. Bigla ka lang mapatitigil, maalala mo kapatiran, wow, how God answered the prayer. Wow, praise God for having a family na kahit hindi ko kakilala, you made us so close. Kaya wherever you go, my friend, you will always look for that body because you belong to such one body of Jesus Christ. Tayo pong lahat ay yumuko at pumikip. Mga kapatid, I challenge you. Pray and be humble enough to be part of a smaller group. May I encourage you. Next week, mag start na po yung GLC before the this service. You can join. And from there, you can also find a group. Kasi nagkakaroon sila ng smaller group from the GLC. Or, you can come earlier. Meron po tayong small group booth before coming here, you tell them, how can I be part of a group? And for those who are already in a D-group, invite those who are not. It's not about you anymore. It's all about Jesus. We know that we belong to one body. And our desire is to be a blessing to every person that God brings to our lives. It's not about who you prefer to be with. It's about whom God prefers you to have. Friends, we have different parts and everybody is important. Everyone counts before God, but you have to stand and be counted. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father in heaven, I thank you that you know everyone in this room. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for 
allowing us to understand that those who came to you, those who repented before you, those who accepted you as the Lord and Savior, we are now part of one body. That we are not here no longer to live for ourselves, but for, to live for others whom you have brought into our lives. Father God, I pray. I pray, Lord, that as a confirmation of my being part of your body, may you teach us to be humble, to admit that we need each one. For we are not designed to be alone. We're designed to be with the body. We're designed to be with the body of Christ and Christ the head. Lord, thank you. Yes, I may have been hurt in the past, but thank you, Lord, that you'll never hurt me. And I pray that I will not waste my pains, but instead use this to even strengthen others. Lord, thank you again, Lord, for your great love for all of us. Lord, may you guide us. May you lead us to a group where we can be a blessing, where we can be a contributor instead of a, a place where we can just be spectators. Father God, thank you. You did not just call us to watch. You called us to participate in your body because you care for us and our lives are important to you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.